Pokémon. don't know why uh, maybe it's the alcohol it's the vodka how's Pl the drinks though are they gross what they're they're good i like this it's like not too sugary the grenadine like gets rid of the alcohol taste <laughs> fuck not mine mine is nasty i'm like i'm fine with anything that's going on right now oh <laughs> lordy hell my drink is gross Simone, let's just, like, go live in a cabin in the woods. Simone's like, um, I'm scared of everything. Simone's like, fuck <laughs> you, first of all. You're tall. <laughs> She's like, number two, I love air conditioning and heaters. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> She's like, number three, mommy feeds me individual wet foods on individual Are you going to do plates. that in the cabin in the woods? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, how? Oh, so She's guess like, what have I you, saw? Have you thought about this? <laughs> guess what I saw today on Facebook? Ooh, what? I saw a trailer for the new Hansel and Gretel movie. Oh, I saw but a it's, it's, um, poster for that. It's called Gretel and Hansel instead of. Oh Hansel fuck and yeah, that's nice. I was like, I like Whoa. it. Yeah, because like yeah, I, I saw I watched the trailer for it. It looks it looks cool. It looks. They're like, how do we get everybody who's like not a baby boomer to go? Yeah, <laughs> it it looks very visually appealing. Like just by based on the trailer, I was like, oh, a lot of these shots are like really pretty. Like I don't think it's gonna be scary, but I think it'll be like a, f a fun, pretty movie to watch. It'll be like but spooky. It's supposed to be super scary, but I, oh. during the trailer, I was just like, hmm. <laughs> I'm not scared, but it's a cool looking. You're like shot. I fucking watched Hereditary. It's yeah, fine. I was like I've seen Hereditary in like all of the Conjuring movies, so. Yeah. But I thought it'd be interesting. Okay. And then we have it to see soon, but it like I'm already starting to hear some critiques about it because I guess they put, like CGI facial features on the kids because they've grown up like two or three years since the last time they filmed yeah. and that's huge like at the ages they're at they oh like true crazy. yeah their they're almost change. completely different people yeah so i guess like their voices are a little auto-tuned and their faces are like cgi to look younger and sound younger and apparently like the first scene you see the kids is like really jarring because they're like oh shit like that's uh, not natural but then you're like your body gets used to it so you could just kind of you're like okay this i guess is like i appreciate that but it's just like if the if the CGI becomes too uncanny, yeah, then like the uncanniness uncanniness is more distracting than just like oh yeah because this is real life and they're actors and they're two years older yeah at least in my book yeah but so I'm 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 excited to see it I I think it'll be oh uh, no I still think it'll be great yeah, yeah I think it'll be really fun I mean I don't think like great because I didn't even think the first one was great yeah like I thought it was super good. And so I just think it'll be super good. Just yeah. like the last one. Was. Yeah, there's a few parts of the first one that I really like. Well, I just love uh, whatever his Skarsgård. I don't know which 
which one he is. Because there's like, mm. you know, like the Skarsgård family. I think Aaron Skarsgård is the hot one who is Tarzan. They're all crazy. Like every Skarsgård is like a successful actor. Yeah. So yeah. it's whichever one is it. He does, He's doing a really good job. Yeah. Oh, God. Like especially yeah. in the first movie, his like pop, 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 pop. Yeah. About the popcorn. I was like, oh, I was no. like, that's freaky. Like the way he's, he's, he's able good. just to like make it. Yeah. And like he, the direction for him too is like, damn, okay, cool. I was like, he's cuckoo. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess he gets like crazy into character before he walks into set. So he locks himself like in his trailer, kind of like Heath Ledger style yeah. to like get really in a psycho mindset. And no. I'm like, oh, I'm like, don't kill yourself. please. Yeah, please don't do that. <laughs> Too soon. Speaking of uh, Heath Ledger, this reminds me of the Joker. Uh-huh. We went and saw that Seth Rogen movie today, Good Boys. Good or whatever, Boys, yeah. And there was a brand new trailer for the new Joker movie. So you know how like we always see the one trailer has that very specific song in the background? Yes. Um, and it looks all like... It's like every trailer now. Yeah, it's like yeah. very sad and spooky. Well, this trailer was like completely different. And I was like, whoa, this movie's going to be way different than I thought. I'm still really excited. Oh, really? But um, yeah, I was just like, oh, they were like revealing more of the actual plot. Because like the original trailer... Like you see what's you, going on. It just feels like a like almost a biopic about somebody going into ma- like descent into madness. Yeah, exactly. But now with the actual trailer, you're like, oh, okay, I can like start to put some more pieces together of like oh. how this movie is going to go. I it made me more excited for the movie, but definitely interested of like, okay, how the fuck are they going to do it? Plus, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm just excited for both movies. It, we have a lot of good movies coming out. But soon. yeah, my hopes are not high for it. I don't think they're not low. Yeah, but it'll they're be not fun. High. It'll just be fun. It'll just be a good horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. What else do we have coming out? Anything else? Um, well, we have a lot coming out by the end of the year, but like in the next couple weeks, yeah, I can't really think of, think of anything. Oh, I read an article that Robert Downey Jr. might be coming back as Tony Stark. What? I don't know how they're going to do that. Clickbait. It, it was Screen Rant, and so I was like... <gasps> Oh, because we're losing Spider-Man? Yeah. And because that's like, that was their next bet was to be like the focal point. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I was like, did they just offer Robert Downey Jr. like bajillions of dollars to come back as Tony Stark? I don't know how they're going to do it, though, because like he's (laughs) dead. Flashback to six months ago where Robert Downey Jr. is like sitting with the Sony execs and he's like, so (laughs) here, I need like 50 billion more dollars. Yeah. Can you like not... Be, give them spider-man yeah can you like take back <laughs> spider-man because i really yeah. want to be way richer because like i need at least seven houses and i only have four right oh, now. oh god i'd be rich what yeah. a different life it would be to just to literally be able to do whatever you wanted whenever you wanted yeah right i, I can't even really understand it'd be pretty crazy it would be crazy we wouldn't know what to do. And you'd get used to it pretty fast. And that would be the scary part. Yeah. It's like you would be so used to luxury and so just get fast. bored. And you'd get bored, yeah. yeah. And that's when you like And that's when you just like join a kitty porn dungeon and end up, you know, on the news. Or you join Scientology, which is that's true. pretty much next that's to kitty porn dungeon. That's healthier at least. Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. Scientology is pretty batshit wild. Um, but healthier than child sex slavery. True. Yeah. Well, speaking of the... Uh, of conspiracies and like weird uh, <laughs> things like oh, that. Oh, this is the intro to our podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm leaving it in. Hello. Y'all are going to sit there for four fucking minutes <laughs> and wait for us to say hello. <laughs> well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Anyways, How's Your Sex Life? Hey. We are your slutty hosts. I'm Channa. I'm Corey. And welcome to episode 42, y'all. 
It's not 43? It's not 42. It's 42. It's 42. Okay. It's, oh, because the technical difficulty for 42. Yeah. Because last week yeah, yeah. Um, we recorded an episode mm-hmm. and then Corey was editing it and I got all demon-y and uh, he realized this was Sunday. It was like Sunday night or so. Yeah, yeah. And I was working, so I couldn't come over to re-record. So we could not come out with a new episode because yeah. demon audio. So let's pray life. to Satan. That well, this audio will be okay. And today we're coming at you pretty much live because you're listening to this approximately six Almost, hours. Yeah, goddamn live. Yeah, like whoever listens to this tomorrow morning on Monday, you're here with us. Like we haven't said many other words. Since. Yeah, like I've been probably asleep only for two hours at this yeah. point. So uh-huh. welcome because it is two or one o'clock in the morning. Yes, and it is September 9th, two thousand nineteen. Hello, everybody. Hey. Okay. Yeah. So, like our only goddamn announcement for y'all is oh wait two announcements the first one is patreon yes yeah sign up for patreon uh go to our patreon give us money we're poor we need it um so you can do that by just going on the patreon.com and then typing anyways how's your sex life or you can go to our instagram and then that is the link in our instagram yes is to patreon and our instagram is don't anyways how's your sex life (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and our Facebook and Twitter is AHYSL Podcast. There we go. Okay. And our website is AHYSLpodcast.com. Yes. Oh, well, we should buy .com. Is .com a possibility? Ooh, can we do .coms? I think like we could make a .com if we like set up servers it's and then apply .com to dot those servers. Com. I'll talk to my uh, my developer. <laughs> yeah. We It would cost money to like keep those servers up. Come. Is men's sperm good for skin? That's like the first... <laughs> What? <laughs> if med comes Wait, good the for skin, is- then my entire chest is really healthy today. Ayo. Oh, okay, now like listen to this next question. How can you tell if sperm has sperm in it? <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Oh god. Is um, women's sperm good for wi- or sorry, is Wait, is women's sperm? No, is, is men's sperm good for women's health? And then next one, does sperm make you happy? Ew. Uh, I don't oh, like that. And here from newscience.com, it says semen acts as an antidepressant. So there you go. Chug some semen and you'll be less depressed. Guess I am. That's from newscience.com. Okay. Well, I had cum all over my chest today and all in my ass today. Do you feel happy? Yeah. Cool. So there <laughs> so you go. Do. That's some fucking science. <laughs> I oh my god, Jordan science. and I had crazy awesome sex today too. Yes. And uh yeah, I felt happy. <laughs> wait, that's till later. Wait. We oh yeah. Wait. We're not even at the sex life. We part. haven't had sex. Okay. I'm a um, virgin. Second announcement <laughs> is we are doing listener stories within the next six weeks. Oh right? yeah. Next like before the end of October. So send it to us immediately. Yeah, send us your funny sex stories, send us your crazy like supernatural scary stories yes and i will like send you a, a, an erotic uh, paragraph back yeah. thanking you for the submission yeah i will send you a rorschach of my dick there we go yeah. so send it to us <laughs> immediately for reals though just send us stories that's all <laughs> i don't want to make up stories <laughs> but for goddamn real but for goddamn real please, send us some goddamn stories please send us stories we're so desperate <laughs> <laughs> Okay, are we going? Are we getting into my faggots? Yeah, let's get into your faggot fact. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, this weekend we said faggot and and cunt so much. I was like, is everyone okay? And Jordan kept on saying smegma. Like he said smegma like eighty. No, but Mike loved it. He Mike did. loved it. Cause smegma, nothing beats a good smegma joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I just felt I was like we're saying we're saying cunt and we're saying faggot a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Is everyone okay? <laughs> I was like mentally checking. We had to create everyone. safe spaces throughout the cabin yeah. for people to decompress <laughs> from our conversations. Uh, it was like. Corey and his friends are over here saying this, so if you're okay with that, <laughs> you can be over here. All the heroes, cunt faggot, cunt faggot, 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 cunt faggot. Okay, so my faggot fact today is on this girl named Shelly Bauman. Yeah. So Shelly Bauman is responsible for opening Seattle's first gay bar. Yes. It operated from 1973 until uh, 1978. Oh, okay. So that was five years. So... On the 14th of July, 1970, at the Seattle Bastille Day Parade, um, it was um, like going on in Seattle. Um, so the Bastille Day pre- Parade um, is like, you know, the whole thing, like with French stuff, <laughs> when they stormed the Bastille and okay. did all of that, you know. Bastille's also a uh, artist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I obviously researched that. <laughs> um, so this girl... Shelly Bauman, uh, she was in attendance. She's enjoying the parade, going crazy, <laughs> and like you know, having fun and shit like that. Um, there was this um, old fire engine that was Hot. like supposed to be like shooting confetti out, shooting something. Yeah, no, shooting like shit ton of confetti over all the peeps. So what happened is when the cannon first fired, it was aiming and hurt. Sorry, you're like, <sighs> Bleh. yeah, <laughs> throw up like Uncle Mo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone would never be my friend. She ever would literally again. never speak to you. She, ever would, again. she would probably shit on me every time I came over. <laughs> she just queefs on you. <laughs> <laughs> she does her thing where she walks in front of you and then turns around so her asshole's right there and yeah. she just goes, Boop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Togo Pee. She walks away. Oh, Togo Pee. Togo Queef. Togo Queef. Toga Queef. Oh my god, Hiram right now is going, Oh my god, Toga Queef, are you kidding me? Toga Queef. That's that should be a new Pokemon. Toga Queef. And it's just Toga like <laughs> it, it's literally a vagina with a cartoon fart coming yeah. out of it. Oh my god. <laughs> Toga Queef. Toga Queef. Cute. <laughs> and it has like cat whiskers. I want to get a tattoo of Togo Queef. That's so fucking cute. We should like go send like, oh, I was like, just like, we should just call up like one of the <laughs> Japanese execs who runs Nintendo or runs Game Freak or, ne- or Pokemon.com or whatever. And make the make. And Togo we're like, hey, we have the best idea ever. Togo Queef is now our podcast mascot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like someone, someone should be Togo Queef for Halloween. Please, everybody, draw Togo Queef and send in your things. <laughs> Again, I will send you a Rorschach of my asshole. Fuck, I will send you dirty panties if you send me <laughs> a picture of you in Togo Queef costume. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to send us a picture and I'm going to send someone dirty panties now. I will come into a hot pocket oh and God. send it to you. In my dirty panties. In, in Jana's dirty panties. That's why they're dirty. Because <laughs> come hot pockets, all of it. Oh my God. Oh God. It's so late. <laughs> it's so late. We're going to be so regretful tomorrow. Work is going to suck Dick oh my tomorrow. god! Everyone's like, "Wait, what is this podcast about?" <laughs> I don't even know. As of right now, it's a enti- it's just a sex positive queef podcast. <laughs> Pretty much, we can do queef ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're getting back to Shelly. Ah shit! 
Okay, so remember she was at the Bastille Day Parade. The confetti in her face. There is a like fire hose of confetti, confetti that literally is supposed to come out like at the same trajectory of water, like same pressure. Okay. So what happens is somehow there was a wadded up wet piece of um, confetti. Con- not confetti, a paper that launched out at the beginning instead of the confetti and it hit her in the stomach and sent her to the ER. Whoa. So lawsuit. it did so much damage to her internally that it was messing up her leg somehow. I don't know. I'm not a fucking doctor. <laughs> yeah. We're many things, but doctor is not one of them. Yeah. So she got ripped. So they had to amputate her leg. <gasps> yeah. So she, um, turns out though, the reason why this girl was at the parade is because she was on a flow as like a stripper and she was a new stripper. She was working, doing her time, Damn. You know, working, getting her money. Oh my God. Being hot as fuck in the Bastille Day parade. And that's when that this like ball of wet, uh, like they literally said wet paper just that's, like shot out of a fire hose and hit her in the stomach. That's and now she, she yeah. I'd be so pissed. Yeah. Fucking off. So she was pissed the fuck off. So she sued. Hell yeah. Make that money. Um, who'd she actually sue? Let me look this up really quick. Um, the world. I'd be so fucking oh, angry. She sued the organizers of the parade and she won and received $330,000 in 1970. That's a lot of That's money. That's a good amount of money. <laughs> What's $330,000 in the 70s? Yeah, let's, let's, let's look this up. Inflation calculator. Okay. What, what year was it? Uh, 1970. Like, literally, it was 1970. How much money was it? 300000 330000 So that is worth um, $2,182,176. Fuck no. yeah, girl. $2 million fucking dollars. So, Jenna, if you got $2 million today... Over $2 million today. What would you do with it? Oof. With your amputated leg. Now I feel like I have to say open a gay bar because obviously this is what that <laughs> bitch did. Damn it. <laughs> but selfishly, I don't know what I would do. I would uh, probably pay off everyone's debt in our friend group. That's true. I would do the and same. And then um, go and And then I'd take us all on a trip. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd go to Jordan's dad, who's a really smart accountant, and be like, be like what the do fuck I do I do with this? this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then whatever his advice was, I would follow it. Yeah. And That's then, true. Uh, but it's I would exactly ta- yeah, I'd pay I mean. off everyone's debt, take us on a trip, go shopping. Yeah. Irresponsible fun stuff and then invest. Very buy true. Buy a dream house. Um, so what she did is she probably invested because this doesn't cost $2 million maybe. But she um, immediately opened up a nightclub, which she named Shelly's Leg. And oh, it became um, Seattle's first gay bar. And it operated from 1973 until 1978. And I just read in 1978, it sort of closed because this semi that had propane or gas or whatever in it crashed or like got jackknifed on the road and it skidded off the road and like blew up and like created this wave of, um, of like burning oil or burning (gasps) fuel that like hit the side of the bar and it like the explosion was so intense that it exploded the windows. I don't think it like burned the entire building down, but it did a crazy amount of damage Poor to it, and so Shelley. then it just shut down. Did she sue the semi truck? I know, right? <laughs> she should have just sued the semi truck company. She's Jesus just Christ. like suing anybody that fucks her. She's like, fuck you. Yeah, I'm she's suing. like, fuck you. I'm Shelly. So that's Shelly Bauman. Go her. Go strippers. Go. Fuck. Sorry. Yeah. Go gays. Go. So it was the first gay bar. Was she lesbian then? I don't think so. Maybe she was, but she was just like, it doesn't really reveal her orientation. Interesting. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. So go for, go her. So everyone, what would you do with $2 million? Yeah. Better be open a gay bar. Yeah. 
or pay off your friend's debt or you're an asshole. Yeah, or you're a fucking asshole. You're a motherfucking dick wad. You're a wet paper wad that's going to hit someone's stomach one day. <laughs> okay, so my spooky scoop today yes. is about candle colors for Ooh, yeah. spells and Ouija boards, all things spooky and kooky. So I'm going to go through like a bajillion different candles. Yes. So uh, get fucking ready. Get your pens out. Everybody. So first color is white. So white contains all of the colors. It symbolizes purity and innocence. You use it for purification, peace, healing, truth, sincerity, cleansing, spirituality, clarity, wholeness, and joy. I think it's a clarity like seven times. Yeah. Um, and also clarity. It can also um, protect uh, protect you and repel negative energy and relieve tension and aid in meditation. So whenever I did Ouija board, I would use like a fuckload of white candles because yes. it would protect me and uh, help me ask the real questions and repel negative energy. Spoiler alert, it didn't work. But It also fine. like increases your aura of privilege. Of, of white Someone told me. Privilege. Yeah. Um, okay, next is, <laughs> is that, yellow. Is, was that bad? Is that what? Was that too bad? No, probably okay, not. Okay, that was okay. I mean, we say worse things. Okay. Like, fuck straight men. That's <laughs> our <laughs> podcast motto. Um, the next section, except Jordan and Kai. Except Jordan and Kai. Because they're great. Oh, no, but no, there was one guy who recently sent us an Instagram, and he was like, I'm straight, and I love your podcast, and I'm a man. And I was like, thank you. And good for you. I was except, like, thank you for dealing with our shit. Yeah, except any straight man who listens to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, we love you. We love you. Next is yellow. Yellow is the realm of intellect, inspiration, and creativity. You would use it for confidence and charm, persuasion, wisdom, mental strength, concentration, communication, memory, logic, and learning. I should use the yellow candles in my life at all moments to yes. be happier. Because, <laughs> like, it'll make you more confident and more, like, more give you great mental health so you don't have to take Xanax all the time. So maybe instead of Xanax, I should just light yellow candles. Your doctor, your doctor just, like, comes in with a box of yellow candles. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, have you tried these? He's like, you could take Xanax or you could have yellow candles. You just see me. I'm like constantly walking around with the yellow candle. I'm like, please make me like myself. Okay, next is orange. <laughs> We're just going to glaze past that. Um, so orange <laughs> is, <laughs> is energetic. We're going to let Chenna's therapist deal with that one. <laughs> Someone's listening. They're like, oh, shit. What the fuck? Is she they're okay? like, is she okay? Is she okay? <laughs> so, are you okay? <laughs> is, are you okay? So orange is energizing and promotes stimulation, joy, and success. Um, You would use it for good fortune, prosperity, power, action, energy building, and courage. Next is pink. Um, Pink represents all variations of love. Mm -hmm. Um, It could either be friendly, a romantic, spiritual, universal. It doesn't have to be like a romantic, sexual love. It could represent all love. Like the love I feel for you, Corey, or love I feel for Simone. Oh, mom. Well, because she has a pink nose. So one has pink nose, therefore pink candles. So you would use it for love magic, for compassion, forgiveness, joy, harmony, sensitivity, emotional and spiritual healing, and self-love. The next is red. So red is the color of fire and passion. So you would use it. Hold on. Sorry, I just lost my place. Okay, so it represents activity and the action um, and blood, love, sex, fertility, sex, potency, power, vitality, yes. and courage. Courage. <sighs> courage. That's interesting. Yeah. Next is purple. Purple is a highly spiritual color and is associated with psychic abilities, spiritual awakening, and ancient wisdom, and just wokethness in general. So you would use it for spiritual protection, healing, respect, honor, wisdom, purification, sensitivity, progress. 
spiritual growth and disassociating your from your ego. Next is so it's mag- acid. magenta. So purple is acid. Take <laughs> a type of acid and you have purple candles in your yeah. mouth. Next is magenta. So you would magenta. Um, it's used to facilitate quick changes and fast results in spell work. So you burn it with another candle to increase the an- the energy from that candle and to increase that candle's purpose. So it's like the steroid. So it's like mm. you like want some motherfucking sexual energy. <laughs> so get your type of acid, get your magenta candle yeah. and fuck off. Yeah, and go fuck <laughs> off good luck. Or like if you really want to fuck someone hard, what about the red candle and then the magenta and like your Put a tab of acid in their mouth and then shove a magenta candle up their ass. There we go. <laughs> um, next is blue. So blue is the soothing color and is connected to spirituality, inner peace, and harmony. So you use it for like loyalty, understanding, and a peaceful home, which is cute. Nice. I like that one. Next is turquoise. You use it for stress relief, focus, and intellect. Next is green, and that's associated with nature, growth, and fertility. And it's also the symbol of the um, goddess and her green earth. Ooh. It's also the color linked to money and financial and financial success. So you pretty much use it for luck and prosperity. Get that okay. motherfucking money. Yeah. And for luck. Brown is the earth color. Um, so it's supposed to help you find like balance and supposed to ground you. Um, it's it's also supposed to assist you in like clear thinking and decision making because it's grounding you and making you really understand that's a good one. the core of everything that's going on. Next is silver or gray, and that's a neutral color and can be used to deflect and neutralize negative influences. I should have used that during Ouija board times, but I didn't. Um, Next is black. So black absorbs all colors and is often used to absorb or banish negativity. It reverses curses and hexes, so you'd use it for protection, banishing, repelling black magic, and ridding of bad habits. So like... Ideally, in an ideal Ouija board world, I should have used a fabulous combination of magenta, black, silver, and white Black, candles. silver, and white, yeah. But instead, I was just like, white candles and salt. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and here's some sage. Anyways, those are all of the like main color candles. So next time you want to go do some spells or just like meditate or do anything like that, those are the candle colors. Or next time you like buy a candle from the grocery store, think twice. Because you were lighting a colored candle. Yeah, bitch. So who knows? Get that red candle for that sex. Ooh, we still need to go to that wish shop. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the, yes, we do. The, Which one the, is it called? It has a really cool name. It's uh, There's the cat's cradle and there's the witch's broom. The cat's cradle. And I like the cat's there's cradle. There's that hollow one, too. <gasps> the hollow. I love anything with hollow in it. Yeah. That oh, cool. like <gasps> we passed Higgins Hollow. Yeah, Higgins Hollow. That was a good time. Oh, yeah. Wait, should we wait till the end for that? I don't know because we might forget. Okay, we we had yeah, fuck yeah, fuck. we're bringing it up now. Everyone, <laughs> pause. Um, you, you we finished our train of thought, so we are driving to um, seven inch crop tops, um, birthday party getaway. Yeah, this weekend, and we'll we'll talk about that later. But on our way, yes, we drove through. So this is like the middle of fucking nowhere. Okay, yeah. we have not passed like a town or human being. In like an hour. Yeah. And, uh, like gays and women beware. Yeah. And I looked down on my Google Maps and I saw we were coming up on a town and like we started driving past it and it was like a really weird like witchy polygamous. looking. Polygamous. Totally polygamous <laughs> town. And it has like its own little water tank, like the whole thing. And we we're like, oh, like this is so weird. What's it called? And I looked down at my phone and it's called Higgins, Higgins Hollow. Hollow. 
So then we decided, because, you know, it's us, so we just escalate anything to make it sexual and funny. <laughs> so then we decided that my pussy it was called the Pagan's Hollow. Pagan's Hollow. <laughs> so, and my pussy is a little witch hat, a little nose. Yeah. The whole oh, oh, yeah. And, like, every all the outfits would be, like, you're in, like, full, like, witch dress black garb. Yeah. But then there's just, like, perfectly a, a slit. open slit around your vagina. Oh, around my clit. <laughs> a slit around my clit. My, pig, my Pagan's Hollow. Your Pagan's Hollow. <laughs> my, pa- my Pagan Hall. <laughs> pagan hole. So yeah, if you want to fuck my pagan's hollow, hollow, you can't. Only Jordan's you broomstick. Can't. Only can Jordan fuck can my do this. Pagan's hollow. Yeah. Let's jump into your motherfucking section. Let's do it. Okay. So mine today, my supernatural segment is on the possession of George Lutkins or Lukins. I think it's Lutkins. Lutkins. Fuckins. Yeah. Fuckins. Fuckins. Fuck yeah, he him. got fucked by a demon. George fucked by a demon. Him. <laughs> George Corey, aka yeah. George. <laughs> Alternate Fuck universe Corey. Have we said this on the podcast? Corey was supposed to be named George. <laughs> <laughs> my father wanted to name me George after my grandpa. I repeat, George. George. <laughs> the straightest name to ever exist. <laughs> like if Corey was named George right now, we would be like a married Mormon couple. Yeah. <laughs> Being this like, podcast wouldn't exist. Yeah, or like, this podcast would exist, but it would be like Fuck gays and blacks and women. Yeah, I'm like, good day, everybody in the wonderful bigot household. <laughs> it is I, Channa George Martin. Yeah, except for like our names are spelled so weird. Your name's just like. <laughs> I don't even know. C H like A U N J Joseph Smith N A. Mine's like George, so. G E Oliver Woodruff <laughs> Oliver Caldry <laughs> Fielding Caldry. Smith Snow yeah. George <laughs> Martin God <laughs> minus uh, Channa Heavenly Mother Jones <laughs> Yeah, we'd still play D and D though. <laughs> That's true, but like a way tamer D and D. My character would like not be a slut. We carouse like never. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's bad. The Lord doesn't want me to do that. You're like, I'm gonna get married in the temple. Yeah, I'm like, what's the temple ritual? You're like, like fuck it, we're all clerics <laughs> <laughs> or paladins. So I'm like, oh, Christ, take the Lord's out of my mouth. God, okay. take the take the rolls out of my take hand. Take the rolls out of my mouth. Take the rolls. Out of, my mouth. out of my mouth that's what i say about bread every day i'm like god take this bread out of my mouth why am i eating it <laughs> it's never worked therefore he doesn't exist because that's god doesn't exist i'm like god make me not fat it doesn't exist does not exist does not exist okay so the possession of or wait god of pos- george futkins <laughs> futkins <laughs> The possession and exorcism of George Luckins, also known as the Yatan Demonica. I don't know why, y'all. I don't know why. Well, that sounds way cooler than the possession of George Futkins. <laughs> um, was a well-known demonic possession that occurred in the 1770s, with the exorcism itself being performed on Friday the 13th, <gasps> June 1778. Well, so It's going to be Friday the 13th in a few it's days. It's going to be Friday the 13th, yeah, ne- or this Friday. Yes! Yes! I'm so excited. Also, in the, like that like triggered me, so I was like, when's the next October one? So the next October, Friday the 13th, is 2023. Okay. Yeah. So we have that to look forward to. Yeah. And then the next date is, you know, 42069. Oh, so, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'll die. I'll kill so myself. So we can all day. just go away for like 42 years and then we'll come back. We should. We'll, we'll probably be together that day just to celebrate. And then we should just commit suicide. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because there's no, no, nothing else to do. <laughs> like, like we'll already be eating ourselves, like our own. 
like you know humans yeah, yeah. so it's just like, fuck <laughs> like it. yeah the zennials will already be eating us so it's like whatever yeah fine. exactly <laughs> we're like wait don't eat me until it's 4 2069 yeah then afterwards and they're like goddamn millennials yeah this is why we failed <laughs> we're like yeah that's true and we're like it's not all our fault it's like 90 percent the baby boomers just like raping this earth blaze it blaze it <laughs> We're, we're we're getting burned like for the barbecue. We're like blaze it. Dabbing. We're dabbing. Blaze it. It's lit, fam. Somebody's playing Fortnite in the background yes. as like an ironic joke. Yes. <laughs> it's like okay, okay, fine, then I don't care. Like Opa Gangnam Styles playing in the background. The that, height, like Pokemon Go, is on our oh, phone. Pokemon. Still. That was They're the really closest. Pokemon. That was the closest we ever been to World Peace. Yeah. Some Pokemon Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Go. Yeah. Uh huh. Except for, like, we should have had um, the queefs or whatever it's called. Uh, Toga queefs? Toga queefs. Toga queefs is our anim- is our sponsor, our mascot. Yeah. And then le queefs is our drink of choice. Yeah. I'm going to get a toga queef <laughs> tattoo if it's the last thing I do. I just picture, like, happy, like, 50s, uh, like, uh, advertisement where they're, like, yeah, like, comic advertisement. Uh-huh. And they're, like, drinking a soda can that says le queef. And yes. like, a fart bubble in their mouth. Yeah. Le queefs. Hey, I'm 420, uh, 1960, not, not 1969. I'm 420, 2069. 2069. We should get a, le- a uh, toga queef tattoo. A toga queef. <laughs> Let's do it. We're going to be old anyways. If y'all all donate one dollar now i will legitimately uphold that like okay (laughs) let's fucking do it if we get a thousand dollar donation i will get a toko queef tattoo when i'm how old will we be 70 (laughs) well we're old anyways i'll be set we'll already be eaten it'll already be over that's true but if we're not i'll like i'll i'll dig up your body if our society hasn't collapsed yes we'll see yeah. It'll be a fun little game. Yeah. And then just like, yeah. Just like give us your emails and we'll send you the email of us getting the Togo Kui tattoo. But most likely we're all going to be dead by then. Yeah. But most likely we'll all be dead. Anyway, so going back <laughs> to the exorcism of George Butkins. Oh, oh, yeah. So let's look like before we continue, though, we need to go over the controversy of this. So over the seven different articles that I looked at, um, Wiki being one of them that I included, um, it said 1778, 1787, or 1788. So it happened, though. <laughs> but when is a mystery. So it happened. So George fuckins was possessed by a demon, um, allegedly. But it <laughs> did happen in the 1770s. Allegedly. Or 1780s, allegedly. We don't know which one because some people who copy and paste mixed up the 78 with the 87 or just did 88. I don't know. You fuckheads. Yeah. So I actually looked up 1778. Oh, I'll get that to later. We'll get to it later. Uh, n- note that. Okay. So, Hello, in 1787, George Luckin was a 44 and was 44 and lived in the village of Yetton, just outside of Bristol. He's mostly known for the local tailor, uh, or as being the local tailor. But he also did like a, uh, like a lot of other different odd jobs. So here's a good list. He was just like a um, he would a common carrier. So he would just like carry things to other people's house or like <laughs> a carrier probably as like bringing notes or He's messages. Like a human car. Yeah. What? He's like a human car. Yeah. They're like, George, we don't want to walk three miles to the nearest neighbor. So here's a fucking flower bag. He's like, fucking take it over there, bitch. Yeah. George, George, take the note. George. George, yes, take the note. That's our Bristol accent. George. George, George, 44. It's time to move uh, the letter, the manuscript. Um, he was also known as a singer and an actor of Christmas. Christmas I can't even say Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Why 
Wow, we have Halloween, bitch. It's Halloween time. I can't say Christmas. (laughs) It's Krampus, anyway. Krampus. (laughs) That's what we decided last Christmas. Krampus. Krampus. (laughs) Happy Merry Christmas. Christmas it's just like a five hour loop of this like past 20 seconds right (laughs) Merry Christmas (laughs) oh my god (laughs) what was I talking about God, Tyler's dying right now. I miss memes. Vines, those are vines. Good old vines. Goddamn vines. Yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, just uh, go on YouTube and type in "Merry Christmas Vine." Yes. And it's this girl in New York City. <laughs> She's like in public, and she like is like <laughs> selfie mode, being like "Merry Christmas, Merry Chrysler." <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so he's also known as a singer. We're talking about George, okay. <laughs> <laughs> back to george's oh sad God. life this in is gonna 17- be a hard episode to get through <laughs> yeah like if y'all follow if y'all can give me an apt summary of this <laughs> i will give you a rorschach of my taint <laughs> again dirty panties <laughs> <laughs> okay so um <laughs> i can't even talk i'm laughing <laughs> Yeah, my cheeks hurt. My yeah, ass my, cheeks hurt. My ass cheeks hurt. <laughs> my ass cheeks hurt from smiling so hard. What if our act, ass cheeks? Oh my god, Channa, you're twerking on the what is that called? The paddleboard. The paddleboard. You're twerking on the paddleboard was inspiring. Aww. Yeah, I wish my ass cheeks could jiggle like that. Thank you, Corey. It's yeah. all. It's called stop working out for six months because you're depressed <laughs> and eat chips. <laughs> <laughs> The Chana diet. <laughs> the Chana diet is want to kill yourself for six months and eat salt vinegar <laughs> chips and Taco Bell. And and then and then have uh what do you call it? What is that called? I can't think. We're moving on. The Taco Bell diet. The Taco Bell diet. Um. Okay. So he was also known as a singer or an actor. Um. Of Chris Christmas. <laughs> Why can't I say Christmas? Is it because it has Christ in it? Like. <laughs> No. Am I too gay now? <laughs> oh my god. You're gonna like show up to your family's house Christmas morning and like do everything you can to avoid saying Merry Christmas. <laughs> like Merry Chrysler. <laughs> okay. So uh Christmas mummeries. Oh uh, what are I don't know what mummeries are. We messed this up last week and like I mean y'all never heard it and I still took an entire week and didn't look up what a fucking memory well, is. I'm having way more fun this episode than last episode. <laughs> no, right? Yeah. Um so he was known as a uh, doing actor of Christmas mummeries. I'm gonna guess those are like little skits, you okay. know, that you would just like play at people's houses. Okay. I don't know. Or maybe um, he's like uh singing Christmas carols and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That like maybe have like a message in them or something. Yeah. I don't know. Jesus um, is real. Jesus is real. Give us money, even though you're poor. Yeah. Um, he was also known as a ventriloquist. Ooh, creepy. This is creepy as fuck. So fuck this bitch. Fuck you, George. Fuckins. Yeah. 
Um, so he was described by his neighbors as being an extraordinary good character from his childhood and had constantly attended church and sacraments. Oh. So that was him. Um, that's me too. But then also like, you Here know, I like came on myself today while like my face was in some guy's taint and while like, you know, seven inch crotch top was fucking me in the ass. <laughs> but I also Mary Chrysler. have extraordinary good <laughs> But I also had extraordinarily good character from my childhood and constantly attended church <laughs> and the sacraments. <laughs> oh, God. So I don't know if that's a good judgment of everyone's life. <laughs> so um, one December day in 1769, basically what happens is Luckins is doing some crazy ass ventriloquy or some queef. <laughs> yeah, well, everything is queef. <laughs> or a Christmas bummery. And he is doing a Christmas memory, so he's doing like a little play. Um, and during this time, he had what he's he describes as a divine slap, oh. which felled him to the ground and the left him witch. possessed by demons. According to a witness, Lutkins was performing late one night at a house of Mr. Love. Okay, that's he's a pedophile. <laughs> okay, I'll tell yeah. you that right now. Um, and after a number of strong beers became in- inebriated. He, in fact, was so drunk that he es- was escorted home by two neighbors named Avery and Reed. If that isn't relevant, it's not really relevant at all. So, it's whatever. <laughs> but he got bitch slapped. That reminds me of the Bell Witch. How the Bell Witch just, like, bitch slapped people. Ooh, would bitch slap the girl? Just, yeah. like, talking in the house? Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love the Bell Witch. She's an inspiration to us all. She's an inspiration. Two seconds. I scroll down too much. So that's basically like the more like real account. It was like, hey, we just assumed that George Fuckins was just really drunk and just like somehow had like a midlife crisis or whatever. I don't know like what was going on. So he was just like, okay, fuck, like whatever. Um, So um, since that day, however, he suffered from fits of alarming nature, which most likely was epilepsy. Mm. Um, And then from that day, people also claimed that he uh, became pale and sluggish, taking slow, heavy steps. Ew. He lost their his eye color and became like completely white people would claim also that he would make up strange sounds and animal noises including barking like a dog he would also uh, be seen arguing with himself and acting violently alone nope fuck you george fucking yeah fuck you george fuckins uh the fits also began and ended with a strong agitation of the right hand so people would see that his right hand would like sort of shake and Mm. like you know twitch around (laughs) also called jacking off he's finally masturbating (laughs) like ah he's possessed Um, i also bark like a dog when i masturbate (laughs) (laughs) and argue with yourself and argue with myself (laughs) Um, uh, so people like that's a good indication that this probably was an actual just like epilepsy or just like an actual real problem that he had that people just couldn't identify in the 1700s well yeah because like back then they're like oh you have ghosts in your blood here's some cocaine yeah here's some cocaine Okay, so basically I have like almost half a page of like this of this dude, George Luckins, fuckins, uh-huh. being then like after a while people were like, maybe this guy should go to the hospital. <laughs> so he basically gets sent to the hospital, goes through like two or three different hospitals, and there's like four different doctors are like, we don't know what the fuck is going on with this dude. Okay. Um, That was like two, that was like literally half a page of like shit that I had. It's not really important. There's some like weird, interesting dated quotes with weird language. I don't need to read. Fuck it. So basically what happens though is he, he goes and searches, um, help from these cunning women. 
Um, and if you re- if you remember Cunning Folk, if you've like listened to like all of our our episodes, I think it's like episode six or something. I talk about the Pendleton witches. That was yeah. actually like one of my favorite episodes to research. Yeah, because like I want to write a fucking movie about it. Um, but cunning women or cunning folk are people who are just basically like white witches or like white magic users where they use it to help people, um, do love potions or like, you know, help heal people from stuff going on or even get rid of other bad spirits. Oh, cool. Okay. And, and people in real life were known as cunning women when they would have remedies and stuff like that. Don't they say like cunning women in the new Sabrina? Yes. They use cunning and stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Very Cause, true. Like, as the girl's going blind, she's like, I'm getting the cunning. Yeah, I'm getting the cunning. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, <coughs> just a second. So, one of these women that he goes to um, basically prescribed rolled up brown paper with pins driven in it, then burnt in the fire during the fits. Yes. That's a direct quote. I have no idea exactly what that means. I tried to like think that in my head. Yeah. But I'm that's what she prescribed. So like a up... rolled up paper with pins in it. Okay. And then burnt in a fire during the fits. So every time he would maybe go into what's what's the fits? Like that's when he the would... fits that he would have. So okay, probably okay. like his his seizures. So basically. that's when you like roll a piece of paper, pin it with pins, and toss it in fire. And toss it into fire. I don't know. This supposed to tell you or like maybe maybe he like. The rolled up paper is put on him somehow. I don't know. I like really don't know. Crazy. That was like exactly what she prescribed, but you know, she knows, I guess. Yeah, this um, witch bitch knows. Yeah. The other cunning folk insisted that indignant and infirm old people had bewitched him, so probably just other black witches. Um, and this confirmed that Fuckins was also convinced of magical causes by the time that this ended. So like mm-hmm. he was going through all this shit with all these doctors and they couldn't tell him what they like needed to hear he mm-hmm. wanted to hear. They couldn't help him out. So then he goes to these cunning folk and they're like, hey, you're like, you know, you're possessed. Like, yeah. or witches have put a spell on you. Like, you need to figure this out. They put a spell on you. I put a spell on you. And now you're mine. It was so fun because when we were leaving uh, the thing, the town or the Bear Lake, when we were leaving Bear Lake, yeah. it was like super, it was super stormy and it got really cold. And I was like, yes, fall. Yes, that's how it was, it was today. Like, fall. Like, I woke up to like a clap of thunder <gasps> and I was like, You did, fuck. yes. And I was like, daddy. Oh, I'm so excited for fall. This Wednesday, it's going to, we're going to have our first cold front and then the next Day goes up no, are you serious? Yeah, it's going to be sixty degrees and stormy on Wednesday. Oh my and the god! Next day it's eighty. So oh my god! Wednesday. I'm buying my nephew's books. Yes. Oh the my first god. girlfriend front, I always go to Barnes and Noble and I buy them Halloween books. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite traditions of yours. Yeah, it's so cute. It's so fucking cute. I love it. They're like super excited. Oh, and right now my sister's pregnant. She's having her baby. She like literally might be pushing out baby number four right now. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Uh-huh. Is she gonna name the baby George? No, please no. <laughs> what do, is it going to be a girl or boy? That's I believe a, it's going to be a boy. Is that an appropriate question to ask anymore? What is mm. the gender they're assigning to it at birth? Mm. Worse? That's eh, fine. I mean, we can keep it in. If you don't want to, I can edit it. I don't know. Okay. Gen Z shouldn't be listening to us anyways. They're too young. <laughs> well, a good amount of them do. Yeah. Probably don't include that. So she's having me a boy. Cool. She's having a boy. But no, yeah, my mom just sent her, my mom, like, earlier today, like, in the morning, sent her, like, a picture, sent all of us a picture, and she was, like, smiling. She's like, yay, because she should be having the baby technically at that moment. So oh. she's like, get this thing out of me. Oh. <laughs> and then, like, later in the day, like, even probably, like, four hours ago, sent a pic of her. She's, like, making a bench right now. So my my sister right now, like, nine months pregnant, is literally, like, woodworking. <laughs> 
that's pregnant. amazing. Yeah, she was like, bitch, I need to do something to like get my mind off this baby. That's fucking hilarious. I yeah, love it. So go her. She's very feminist right now. Where were we? Fudkins that we just talked about the the cunning woman telling him to burn. To oh burn. yeah. So even so even before this happened, so like he goes in these two different hospitals and there's four different doctors that try to figure shit out about him. Then he goes to the cunning woman. So when the cunning woman, he talks to these different people and they like get it in his brain that he is possessed by a demon actually. Okay. So he gets so convinced of this that he attacks an elderly woman one day walking down the road and tries to bite her to to like suck on her blood because <gasps> he believes that if he does this, it'll cure him of the possession or that he can transfer the possession to this old woman. Whoa! Yeah, isn't that crazy? He, he like George like that legitimately happened. Like he was like that's that crazy. is real. Like he really thought that was the way to like get rid of his seizures or whatever. That's so sad and yeah. so fucking crazy. Yeah. So um, he goes back into the hospital for like one like one time. Uh, I think this is the last time maybe. Um, and then he comes out of it after a little bit. And basically, every time he goes into the hospital, these fits stop. Weird. Or they like super subside. Weird. Which is really weird. Um, and eventually when he comes out of this last hospital stay, he goes in and lives with his brother in Yatin for a short while. Um, and then George is finally like, or, or, and, uh, like, or, George, or George's brother is finally like, I can't handle you. You're being like too extra. You need to get the fuck out. <laughs> After his brother can't handle him, he sends him over to this guy named Richard Beecham. And while he stays with Richard Beecham, the fits end like totally okay. and they end for an entire decade whoa yeah so he goes and lives with Beecham and then he get he's done living with Beecham and then through the decade after he's he doesn't sick. have these fits crazy so all I'm saying is that you know George had some really good sex with yeah. Richard Beecham good dick dick to <laughs> yeah, bomb good dick dick exercised that demon yeah the power of Christ compelled him <laughs> the power of dick of the power of dick compelled him the power of dick compelled me the power of dick compelled me hot I'm the power of dick compelled me today yeah yeah the power of dick also compelled almost me like today. the power <laughs> of dick compels it compels <laughs> <laughs> um so in 1787, so I guess it just, you know, we were jumping around decades here. I'm serious, y'all. Like, I just started ignoring the dates because I had seven different articles and like 17 ones and sevens and eights were just all over the place. Like, but, I, I yeah. literally just ignore the goddamn dates. So the I'm late sorry. 1700s, this happened. Seriously. I, I just got really actually fed up and mad with this. Um, so 10 years later in 1787, so I guess we were in 1777, um, the Caesars returned. This time, instead of claiming that the attacks had come from witchcraft, Lipkins asserted the cause was possession by the devil. On the, on the 7th of June of 1787, Lipkins was staying at a home on Redcliffe Street owned by a man named Wesco. Why is he with all these random men? Because he's gay. Because he's gay. Because he's gay. Yeah, right? Um... He was staying at this Redcliffe's home while there Lukens experienced an event in which was described by witness as having left him in a state of, of left him like them, like the, the onlookers in a horror of amazement at the sounds and expressions that they heard come out of George. Ew. So eventually a local woman named Sarah Barber, a member of the temple church for nine years who knew Lukens basically was like, Oh, hey, like, we've, we've, we know what has happened to this boy, like, since he's, like, you know, since he had that slap in the face when he was doing the, like, Merry Christmas shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what she does is she basically uh, approaches this Angli- Anglican reverend named Joseph Easterbrook. 
um, on Saturday, May 31st of 1788 and ask him for help. So this is what she said. This is actually verbatim what she said. This is real. So she had, um, oh, this is not verbatim what she said, but this is um, uh, Reverend Joseph claiming this. So she said that she had seen a poor man afflicted with the most extraordinary malignity, who when in fits would sing and scream in various sounds, scarcely human, and which fits to her knowledge, sorry, and which fits to her knowledge he had been troubled with for nearly 18 years. He had tried several me- medical gentlemen, but in vain, the people of Yatin conceived him to be bewitched, that he himself declared he was possessed of seven devils, and that nothing could re- uh, relieve him but the united prayers of seven clergymen who could ask deliverance for him in faith. So, um, before I go on, the claim of seven demons is significant because the New Testament... Um, uh, claims that Mary Magdalene was possessed by seven demons. I've never heard okay, that in what? all of my Mormon ass life. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, I did not pay attention in church. <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe there's like an abridged version where Mary Magdalene like gets fucked by seven demons. I don't know. Like Magdalene. <laughs> we are googling this. Everyone, please wait. <laughs> I'm also going to move yeah, my body. Yeah, it's like. Mary Magdalene, freed from demons. Mary Magdalene, demons. Demons. Demonic possession, prostitute. Mary Magdalene? <laughs> what the fuck? Ooh, then Sunday school lesson. Mary Magdalene, the demonic disciple. Yes. Possessed the devil. So yeah, apparently yes. she's a Mormon church. They don't talk about Mary Magdalene was a demon-ass bitch. So she was just like, like at the demon club getting stripped getting and fucked, shit. Getting gang raped by yeah, some bitch. demons. Okay. I mean, whatever whatever you want. You do you, Mary Magdalene. <laughs> you do you besides scatting. And what was the other kink that we don't like anymore? Oh, I don't remember. But scatting's number one. Yeah, scatting. Yeah, fuck scatting. <laughs> fuck scatting. <laughs> but fuck scatting. It, Mary Magdalene, that wasn't Jesus's mom. Jesus's mom was a different Mary. Mary Magdalene was Jesus's bitch, right? Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Yeah. Yeah. Her main, his main squeeze. Yeah, his his, <laughs> his main bitch. His main squeeze. I'm all. I am George. <laughs> <laughs> his main you know, the only time I've ever heard main squeeze. <laughs> okay, I'm setting the stage. Sidebar. <laughs> Set the goddamn motherfucking squeeze stage. Oh my god! So picture this, y'all. <laughs> I'm 13 years old, gay-ass motherfucking homo, Mormon boy. I go visit our cousins for Thanksgiving, (laughs) also Mormons. We're sitting there. My weird-ass uncle, who is not blood-related, we're at dinner. I actually came a couple days before my parents because I wanted to hang out with my cousins more. Okay. Um, So we're sitting there at dinner, and it's like a little quiet or whatever. And I just do not like uncle Richard. I mean, I don't <laughs> really you, dislike Richard. him today, yeah. but it, he just like weirded me out. Cause I didn't know him. Mm. Um, so he just like leans over and he's like, so Corey, what's your main squeeze? <laughs> that sounds like a pedophile. Are you sure your uncle? Didn't I didn't touch know you? what that meant. So I was like, what the fuck are you asking me? Like, I don't know at all. <laughs> And I'd like literally reply, I'm like, I don't know what that means. And so he like starts laughing at me. He's like, look, he doesn't know what this means. And I'm like, I'm just gay. Just like, let me go away. <laughs> You're like, please, there's so much more to that question than you can I, ever I know. Me. Oh, my God. I was like, you just tapped into like so much anxiety. You can't even like realize. Jesus, my God. fuck you, Uncle Richard. Yeah, fuck you, Uncle Richard. <laughs> <laughs> He's like listening to this podcast right now. He's like, what the fuck? 
Corey. I mean, again, I don't hate him now, but like then I was like, what the fuck, dude? You should like, go up to him and be like, what's your main squeeze now? Yeah, oh my God, right? I wonder if he would remember. <laughs> okay, so basically when Reverend Easterbrook he- hears about this, um, he meets with Lookins or fucking several yeah. times um, in like at church and determines if he was possessed. So um, this was eventually like, you know, concluded that he was possessed and um basically what they do is that he needed they like yeah you need an exorcism and they basically he meets with like a council of men to decide like who what are we going to do which way or like method of exorcism we're going to follow and like who is going to be a part of this so um there's these three main reverends that decide all this I have their names here. Y'all don't really give a shit, okay? Reverend Daddy, Reverend Fuck Me, Reverend Slutty. Yes. <laughs> Daddy, Fuck Me, Slut Me. Agreed. <laughs> Choke me, spit me, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Easterbrook's petition to perform the exorcism was then rejected by the church. So Easterbrook continued to basically get him cured and was like, no, this dude is fucking possessed. And then goes around the church and like gathers a group of 13 plus men to then exercise this guy again it just feels like like a really just like gay inside cult within totally church to exercise i just like yeah i'm like i want to be one of those 13 men just like bukkaking yes george fucking like the power of cock compels you the power power of cock compels you you. yeah oh my god so hot and he's just like yeah just like he looked like a glaze on a fucking donut at the end (laughs) glaze donut George Glazed Donut Fuckins. Yeah. <laughs> Who used to be with his partner, that one guy. <laughs> oh, what was that guy's name? Beecham? His last name was Beecham. That's all I remember. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Our, this, this theory continues. So one priest, Reverend John Valton, previously knew Luckins and wrote of him. This is what he wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I personally knew him, a youth about 18, short in stature and meager in ass. <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah, no, he they that's fuck. A, that's like a ye oldie grinder buyer <laughs> bio. <laughs> a youth short. about eighteen, short in stature and meager in aspect. You should change like if you were eighteen, I would have you fucking change your grinder bio to that. And like the one that like totally goes with it, I'm like, fuck me, you're my husband. Yeah, like you'd be married <laughs> right now. I'm like, so where are we getting married? <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious he had frequent hits so this is continuing this guy's you know tinder grinder bio <laughs> so he had frequent fits of para, uh, paroxysms and was sometimes affected like the phythonesis yeah this guy's gay <laughs> i don't know what that means this is not like a 1700s possession this fucker was gay and they're all like he must be possessed oh my god he said like or rather like the furies mentioned often by hereditus and ancient writers he was that's like from greek mythology the furies who were basically like harpies okay they were just like intense spirits of anger and stuff like that oh. like to super generalize that oh. um So he was cruelly distorted in utter foul language, but was often heard to say that he should be delivered of seven ministers who should or by who should pray with him. Mm. So whatever the fuck that means. Seven ministers. That's an interesting. That's an interesting grinder bio. Yeah, I would. I would. I would click on that bio. Oh yeah, (laughs) I'd be like interested. Yeah, like immediately. (laughs) Interested. Asshole pick. Asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, hey, so what's up? And then I just get like four asshole picks, and then finally, hey. (laughs) 
Yeah, a little demon <laughs> popping through one of the assholes, though. Oh, cute. It's like a little eye. Yeah, it's like, uh, you're like, yes, we put my dick in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so finally, let's get to the exorcism. So yes. at 11 a.m. on Friday 13th, July, or so June 1787 but that is wrong because i literally went to the 1787 calendar <laughs> gregorian calendar that we all goddamn use it, there was no 13th of june okay so, so there was you. a 13th of july so let's just say 13th of july 1787 okay, okay. so easter seven seven witnesses and six Wesleyan ministers? Lesbian ministers. Lesbian ministers? <laughs> this is the gayest story you ever talked about. This, this, this is gayer than any gayest, kind of fact you've ever done. This is more gay than what happened to date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to perform the exorcisms in the vestry room of the temple church. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? This is Pornhub. <laughs> Do Christians realize how gay they yeah. are? You fucking faggots. <laughs> Some um, Christian guy's like, what? <laughs> Slams his truck brakes right now. <laughs> So here are some things that went down during this motherfucking gay ass Bukaki exorcism. Bu- <laughs> Bukaki exorcism. Bukexorcism. That could be the title of this podcast, Bukaki Exorcism. Or <laughs> Mary Chrysler. <laughs> no, wait, there was something that we said in the beginning too, where I was like, oh, queef Toko Queef. <laughs> Toko Queef. What do we like more? Do we like Togo Queef? Mary Chrysler? <laughs> So funny. It's like the funniest thing we've ever said. It's not even our own words. <laughs> it should be that because it's September 9th. I don't think I'm ever saying Merry Christmas to y'all ever again. Ever again. Fuck Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. I hope we remember this during Christmas time. Oh my God, please. When the priest began, began, began to sing hymns, Luckin's face distorted and his body began to spasm and twitch with his back arching. <laughs> this yeah. is the gayest <laughs> Shit you've ever said. This is like almost a play by play of what happened today. <laughs> I'm fucking George. I'm George fucking. You are George fucking. <laughs> At times, uh, fuckins would speak in a deep, hoarse, hollow tone, claiming to be under the influence of an invisible agent. <laughs> uh... Oh my god. Lookins would shout blasphemies in other voices, both male and female. He would sing and laugh in these voices and periodically declare himself to be the devil. Hmm. Luckins would then uh, then quote vowed eternal vengeance on the miserable objects and on oh. those present for daring to oppose him and commanded his faithful and obedient servants to appear and take their stations. Yes. End quote. So more sex. Holy stuff. shit! Yeah. That's some good BDSM master, <laughs> some top dom energy. He took control of the situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, Luckins became violent, and it was difficult for two strong men to hold him down. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be a part of this. Um as the priest prayed, Luckin sang a te te duum or te duum. I'll get to that in a second. Uh to the devil in different voices saying, We praise thee, O devil, we acknowledge thee to be the supreme governor. So oh. it's later discovered that what he was singing was in fact a two hundred word te uh was 200 words of the Te Duum. The Te Duum is like a G- Gregorian chant hymn. Um, Spooky. I think it might either be like a, to, for lack of a better word, like a genre or a type of a Gregorian chant, or there is a Gregorian chant called like Te Duum. That's I didn't, spooky. I, I couldn't get specifically which one of those it was. But basically he recited 
200 words of the Te Deum in its original Latin Latin inverted, which means that the Latin words p- were placed in reversed order with each word pronounced backwards. Okay, yeah, he was possessed. This yeah. is no longer gay porn. <laughs> this is no longer gay porn. It started as gay porn, but then it quickly got crazy. Yeah, like we thought it was gay porn, and then Satan was like, no, like fuck your podcast. Satan's like, I'm taking control of yeah, gay porn. Yeah, like he's really, yeah, he's fucking Satan is gay possessed. porn. Gays equals Satan. Gays oh my God. <laughs> the Mormons so, are like, yes. I'd be like, yes, this episode is brought to you by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yes, a.k.a. Mormons. <laughs> uh, one priest even started uh, uh, trying to talk to the demons in Latin and Greek. After he does this, one of the pre- priests is like, okay, cool, you're talking in Latin. So he starts to try and talk to him in Latin and then in Greek. But then Luckens himself in his own self replies to this priest and is like, oh, hey, like these demons are older than greek and latin so much older than greek and latin that they really don't understand it which sort of like contradicts what just happened yeah but you know you know it's fucking this is all we're having fun. fucking made up okay no we're having fun <laughs> we're having not made fun. up this is a real gay porn this is a real gay porn bukkake gone wrong gone horribly bukkake horribly wrong exorcism <laughs> Um, like they're like fucking and he accidentally said something to summon some demons like during the Bukaki. <laughs> Bukakis are like yeah or the demons are like woohoo demons are like whoa this is fun <laughs> they're like oh shit somebody say gay porn they're like wait guys fuck guys yeah <laughs> wait a minute like you humans are so interesting yeah Satan's like look in a butthole look in the butthole <laughs> Um, so one priest even demanded that Lukens speak the name of Jesus. So Lukens replied, I am the devil instead of saying, you know, invoking D- Jesus. Same. Um, and then in a faint bo- voice also seemed to say, why don't you abjure? So I looked up what abjure meant cause I didn't know what it meant. Mm-hmm. Um, it means to just sort of like denounce like the fact that you're Christian or denounce like your belief. We've done that. In something basically. I did. I abjured when I signed up online to get my records removed yes you did which daddy. happened i abjured the fuck out of the church of jesus christ Latter-day Saints. yeah you fucking did yeah i did thank you joseph smith <laughs> you child rapist <laughs> you child rapist <laughs> oh my god people are so offended fuck joseph smith fuck. he raped a 14 year old and Very just true. called a polygamines that god told him to fuck Very you true. joseph smith fuck you joseph smith um so the priests continued their prayers um, so this is, so that sort of like, so this event that I just said where he says, why don't you abjure sort of starts like this last final ending to this goddamn possession. Yeah. This climax. So the, what basically what happens is these priests continue to pray and they're like, they use the try, try, oh God. Here we uh, go. Sorry. The Trinitarian, not that it wasn't that hard. So the Trinitarian formula, which is the phrase in the name of the father and the son and the Holy spirit. So they're basically like, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, like, I release you, like, be gone, demon, whatever they said. Yeah, know? like, like the whole thing from, um, this is the end, like, the name of the, ho- like, the power of Christ compels you type of thing. Yeah, like, basically the power gone. of Christ compels you, but they, they always start or end in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost, or Holy Spirit, I guess, because that's it's like, Catholic or whatever. in the name of Jesus Christ, depart. Yeah, that shit like that. Yeah, churches. like, that's used in Mormon culture and shit like that. Yeah. Um, so after two straight hours of this, Lookins finally shouted, our masters have deceived us. Where shall we go? So he says this is more like the more demonic shit voices. Where shall um, we go? And so one of the priests responds to hell and return no more to torment this man. 
After another two hours of repeated prayers, Luckins then announced that in his own voice, Blessed Jesus. <laughs> Blessed Jesus. Blessed Jesus. I can now go back to being a human God. Blessed Jesus. I'm not gay. I can do the cross the mummies again. I'm not gay. Then he prayed God for deliverance and said a Lord's pra- the Lord's Prayer. I don't know what that is. The Lord's not Prayer. Catholic. That's a Catholic thing. Okay. Um, after that point, uh, Luckin seemed to experience no further issues. So, uh, to, to end, let's go into the aftermath of this. So, basically, everyone in the town went crazy as people heard wailings and screamings coming outside of his house as this, like, shit went on. So, what happens is these um, three publications or, like, sightings of what happened are printed and they go into circulation following the, the exorcism or, like, the Bukaki exorcism. And, like, that just spirals into, like, a whole side note of people being, like, no, this happened. No, that happened. No, none of this was real. Y'all were all making it up, okay. et cetera. It was basically, I think it was, like, two two sources or two things that spread around were, like, this happened and it was real. There was really a Bukaki exorcism. And there's a third being, like, no. Gays don't exist. Gays don't exist. <laughs> I to say the same thing, Jenna. Cute. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> um... um where was I? That was distracting. Okay, so, um, so that, that like, fuck all that. We're we're over that. Okay, so let's focus on like what happened to George Fuckins. So basically, what happens is, and this is like a quote from one of the articles, just to give you all a view of like how all the fuckery with the dates. It says in 1882, so a hundred years after the exorcism, <laughs> he's finally okay. He it's opens fine. that bed and breakfast. And gets a dog with one of those gay reverends. Oh, my God. Yes. The with end. Beecham. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, him and Beecham are just like, fuck it, we're gay. Yeah, they rekindled the romance and opened a little small B&B. Oh, in Northern Ireland. <laughs> yeah, in Northern oh, Ireland. Cute. Had a couple dogs. Oh, my God. And cuddled on their porch every night. And cuddled on their porch every night. As they kissed tenderly before they went to bed. Oh, my God. Oh. Don't we all want that ending? same okay (laughs) so basically i'm sure this meant 1782 but like who gives a fuck about dates but that's still before the exorcism then (laughs) like i know (laughs) channa channa you're using logic oh that doesn't exist with (laughs) demons bukkake exorcism does not use logic yeah so um it is it is claimed at this time that luckin stopped experiencing seizures yay (laughs) so whenever that happened yay Uh, we'll never know. He also is said to have become like a respected member of the society. And in 1798. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't until. Yo, this is a ten- perfect example of like, you have a problem because like your shit is like, it's you real. can't mess up one bit of thing. Yeah. Because it's like real and you could offend people's lives. Yeah, like yeah. real people. But mine is like, yeah, in 1492, like, you know, Lucifer shoved a thumb up George Washington's butt. And then in 1786, George Washington was born. But also he was our first president. You know, it's just like, what the fuck is going on? It's like, I don't know. God's not real. Yeah. It's just like fucking supernatural website after supernatural website. Just like copying and pasting. From each other. And then like a Reddit's thrown in there. Yeah. So it's it's like, like, god damn. It's I love it. Shit. It's ridiculous. But eventually he was okay. Eventually he was okay. So basically what people said is like they're to sum this all up and ignore the fuckery of dates. People are like, he was great and he became a great member of society and everything was great. Good. And he like renounced his, you know, homosexuality Cause God's and, he, and married a girl and had seven children. It was great. And then there's another claim where he died in 1805 because he was basically a ba- baker. 
um and like for after he came out so this is a good this is really interesting so basically the claim attests to him being a liar and a falsifier and just being like oh i'm possessed by the devil because there is an account of like when he was possessed he would be like oh no people give me money because i'm possessed by a devil so that Mm -hmm. i can live and get over this ailment and he did do that throughout this whole time of this shit happening and then basically what happens is after the devil is released from him there are accounts of him going into fits again and saying he's possessed and people are like shut the fuck up we don't believe you anymore Mm. and then he sort of dies in 1805 as a beggar uh, who would sell pamphlets on the side to get money jesus christ that is a sad fucking ending yeah i like my fantasy ending more what got the b&b northern ireland with his lover they had a little dog they had a little dog tenderly kiss each other every night Uh uh-huh that's uh, how George Fuckins really ended. Yeah, that's how George Fuckins really, yeah. Well, damn. The standing of George Fuckins. That was a fun one. Yeah, that was fun. I If you followed that story, like, <laughs> <Me>. congrats, <laughs> go you. Like, go you. Yeah. You a deserve a raise one. at the job that you're driving to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Well, that was a fun one. Okay, so today I am talking about John High. Okay. He is the acid bath killer. Whoa, that's cool. Dun, dun, dun. At least I think he is. I don't know. I haven't looked over this in a week. So okay, that, makes me, that makes me think of Batman. It makes me think of uh, Breaking Bad when they like melt the body in the acid. In oh, the bathtub. shit. That's like a, yeah, it's like one of the first episodes where you're like, whoa. Yeah, it's on season one, episode two. Yeah. Because I watched it and I saw that scene and I was like, you know what? I probably can't watch the show. Damn. <laughs> like, it, it's too, because I love like dramas and stuff, but like, I don't know. There's, there, when I, I'm just when I'm sad, when I'm depressed, I can't watch shows like Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, it's too like real. Yeah, yeah, it's too dark and too sad and too like depressing. Um, okay, so I'm talking about John High, early life. John George High. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. Man, don't name your kids George, y'all. Just stop. Or they're fucked. Just stop. He was born on July 24th, 1750. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> it's God. Like the, oh, God. It's the same guy. <laughs> He's like 1782. Yeah. I'm like, he was gay and he possessed. Was, he was a gay faggot. So John George High was born on July 24th, 1909 okay. in Stamford, Lincolnshire. And he grew up in the village of Outward. Outwood, West Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> so whoever knows where that is. Somewhere in England. <laughs> Go you. <laughs> Somewhere in the motherfucking England. So his parents were Alfred and Emily. They were super duper conservative and religious. Mm. Um, he was confined to living within a 10 foot fence, like around their house that what his father put fuck? up to block out the outside world. Um, Bible stories were the only form of entertainment and sports of any kind was forbidden. And he was taught the piano just like every other Christian child in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, He grew up being taught that a mole on his father's head was the result of him sinning in his youth. (gasps) And it was the sign of the devil. And his mother didn't have a mole because she was a literal angel that was sent from heaven to bring them onto the right path. So John High, he grew up with the fear of developing the devil's mark, developing a mall. I mean, he would be obsessed um, with being sin-free. Like, he would check his skin every single day. Like, very OCD, crazy neurotic, checking his skin, checking for moles constantly to see if he had a a sin mark, a devil's mark on him. Um, He had nightmares where trees would turn into crucifixes that would weep blood. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. 
but one day that's that's like a very metal music video right i know there. right um one day it's very like gothic horror yeah. metal to me um so one day after you know years and years and years of just this fear of being a sinner and the devil's mark just growing on him he decided that he was going to test the devil's mark and so um, he lied and sinned purposefully but no mark appeared so it's sad that this was a turning point in his developing psyche. Um, it's when he realized that the devil's mark wouldn't appear. So his entire life, he's been believing something that wasn't <gasps> real. That's a lie. Yeah, his life was a lie. Um, so then he started to believe that he was also invincible and that he w- could get away with anything because he couldn't separate. He couldn't realize that everything was like a complete lie. He just thought like, okay, maybe what they said is true, but so then maybe I'm invincible because he couldn't fully accept that it was Oh, my God. So Some people Im- just turned gay. Yeah, so as you can <laughs> imagine, his childhood was fucking depressing and very lonely, and his only friends were his dogs and his cats, which I thought was interesting because he Aww, didn't hurt his dogs and kitties. He loved them. Um, so he was really fucking smart. Um, he won a scholarship to the Queen Elizabeth Grammar School in Wakerfield. Okay, and then he won another scholarship to the Wakerfield Cathedral where he became a choir boy. Oh, um, after school, he worked as a car mechanic, uh, but, he, but he hated feeling really dirty. That kind of goes into the whole OCD, like, craziness. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so he quit. Um, he then took up advertising like good old Donald Draper. Oh, cute. Uh, but then he was fired because he stole some stuff from his advertising agency. Aww. So in 1934... Um, he stopped attending his parents' church, and he married Beatrice Hammer. She was a 23-year-old on July 6, 1934. Beatrice. Uh, they barely knew each other, but they were just a you know, nice little Christian couple, so it was the right thing to do. So the couple lived with his parents, but four months into their weird-as-fuck marriage, um, he was arrested for fraud. So while in prison, Betty gave birth to their daughter, but she gave Betty? her up for adoption. Or sorry, Beatrice. Oh. Nicknamed Betty. Betty Draper. Betty Draper. Oh, oh my God. God. I remember actually thinking that when I wrote Holy this Holy shit. So Betty Draper um, gave birth to Don Draper's daughter, but gave her up for adoption. Um, that marriage obviously didn't last long because they didn't know nope. each other. It was just a Christian marriage. So when he got out of prison in 1936, he became a chauffeur to William McSwan. Remember that name. Okay. He was a wealthy owner of a bunch of like amusement park I feel like if your car. last name is McSwan, you should be wealthy. True. Yeah. McSwan. Ha ha. So William McSwan, who was a wealthy owner of a bunch of amusement park arcades. That's cool. So um, he, so John High got bored of uh, being a chauffeur. And so he decided to go back to fraud because he was like, yo, I don't want to work for my money. More I fun. Just steal it. So um, he pretended to be William Cato Adamson. Um, with offices all around England. Gay. He sold fraudulent <laughs> stock shares and a bunch of other shit I don't understand because I am not a real adult, and it's like a bunch of accounting words. Same. Um, his scam was uncovered because of a typo and a falsified document that he wrote, <gasps> so he went to prison for four years. So okay. in addition to the like OG prison, he went to prison again. Um, he was released just after the start of the Second World War, and, and he continued to be a fraudster. And then he was sentenced again to several further terms of imprisonment because he wasn't a good fraudster. Uh, he decided 
um, that he kept on getting arrested because his fraud victims were alive to report the crime. Oh, whoa. So he started thinking of ways to eliminate the victim because no victim equals no evidence, which equals successful scam artists, which equals money. Which equals goddamn murder. Yeah, so murder. This is when he learned about French murderer George... <laughs> 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 Y'all stop calling <laughs> your people George. Just stop. This is this this episode is brought to you by George. Take a fucking note from my mom and just say no. So <laughs> French murderer George Alexander Saray, who in 1925 disposed of victims' bodies in sulfuric acid. Damn. So when he got out of prison, he got a hold of some acid and started experimenting on mice. This is not John experimenting on mice. How do you just get a hold of some acid? I don't know. It's like the fucking 30s or 40s. <laughs> that's so true. That's true. So he's like, whatever. It's the 40s. So obviously it worked. Um, so he decided it was time to get back into fraud with a dash of murder. murder. So he rented out a basement space at 79 Gloucester Road. Um, this is where he set up his workshop. Um, this is when he ran into his old employer, William McSwan, um, and they became friends. So William introduced him to his parents, um, and during dinner, they told John about some investment properties um, and other financial ventures that they were a part of. So this was like ding, 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 ding for John. Ding, he was ding, like, money. oh, yo, I know these people, and like I could probably steal their shit and kill them. Uh, so that is when he like his plan was set. He's like, I am going to kill William McSwan and steal his money and his properties. Ooh. So he invited McSwan on September 6th, 1944 to his murder workshop and he hit him over the head with a blunt object and slit his throat. He said, I have in quotes, I got a mug and took some blood from his neck in the mug and I drank it. Okay. So like, oh, okay, here we go. Uh, he then put McSwan's body in a 40 gallon oil drum and filled it with sulfuric acid Later during like his eventual confession, he told detectives that murdering William and submerging the body in acid was revolting to him. So he had actually leave like the building after he did it because he was so disturbed about how dirty he was, oh. how dirty the whole process was. Um, and he also dirty little George. And he also described that uh, when the body was fully submerged in the liquid acid, the fumes were so overwhelming that he became like physically ill because just f- smelling the the flesh dissolving and Ew. burning in acid so the next day he walked back into his murder warehouse and the remains of mcswan were pretty little uh he pretty much just became like black ichor and like some body fat lumps and no. so he just like dumped it all down a drain um he then contacted william's parents and told them that their son had ran away to avoid war when his parents were like, okay. <laughs> so then um, he even sent fake postcards to them from Scotland and various places pretending to be their son to really like, build up this whole lie that his son, that, that William McSwan ran away. Um, during this time, he was collecting William's pension checks and started living in his properties. Um, he also got into gambling, like playing poker and stuff, um, as he took over William's wealth. Okay. So the parents, they started questioning John. So he invited them over, pretending that William was there to, like, say goodbye to them. This was on July 2nd, 1945. Oh, no. Um, when they got there, he hit them with a blunt object, slit their throats, drank their blood, dumped the body into a- to the Why acid Why drink baths. their blood? Where did he know. get that from? Maybe maybe George, the, the French killer. Okay. Who knows? Okay. 
Um, he then told people that the parents ran off to America to be with the son. And so, and then he had all of their mail forwarded to him. Mm-hmm. He then forged William McSwan's signature on the power of attorney form, and he forged a deed on property owned by the McSwan family. Um, after that, he sold all the properties and the possessions, and he made around $6,000 back then. And today, that's around like $90,000. Shit. So, good money. Not as much money as you would really think. True. Okay, so he started gambling all that money away, um, and slowly but surely, he was starting to look for new victims because he was run out of money. So enter Dr. Archibald Henderson. Oh, my God. Who was 52, and his wife, Rose, who was 41. Um, John was hired to play piano at their housewarming party because remember how I said he was really good at playing piano? Okay, yeah. So, yeah. So he was, like, you know, playing some fancy-ass piano. Um, during the party, he was, like, snooping around their house looking for th- shit he could steal to mm. really see, like, ooh, could these people be my next victims? Um, he felt like, yes, these people can be victims. <laughs> so he invited Dr. Archibald Henderson to accompany him to his murder workshop. There, he shot him in the head. Afterwards, um, he had Rose come to the workshop to meet her husband, and then he shot her in the back of the head. Shit. He left their bodies um, overnight, ran back to their house, stole everything he could, and then the next day he dissolved the bodies in the acid. But he was really impatient because the bodies weren't dissolving fast enough, so he just dumped the sludge uh, through a drain, even though like the like there was feet and stuff that wasn't fully dissolved. Shit. He felt invincible. Holy shit, yeah. To make it seem like the Hendersons were still alive, he forged letters and their signatures and sold their properties and possessions for around eight grand, which is $115,000 today. Um, so after the five murders now, because we have William McSwan, his parents, plus now Rose and Archibald, um, he hold on, he rented a larger warehouse on Leopold Road with more space for his drums and acid concoctions because he was really starting to get into the whole murder fraud scene. Um, once again, he gambled all the money away, so he started looking for another victim. Enter final victim, Olive Durand Deacon, who is 69. Ooh, she was yeah. a wealthy widow. So he invited her down to the murder workshop on February 18th, 1949, and once inside, shot her in the back of the neck, stripped her of her valuables, including a Persian lamb coat, and put her in an acid bath. Two days later, her friend Constance Lane um, reported her missing. Unlike the old murder workshop, the new warehouse didn't have a drain to dump the human acid sludge. So he just dumped it outside of the warehouse, like her like partially dissolved acid body. Ew. So the police were looking for her body because Constance reported her as missing. And they found the body because it didn't take that long to find like a foul smelling, partially dissolved acid body in front of a fucking warehouse. Uh, so after finding the body, they looked into John High because he is the one who was renting the warehouse. And that's when they discovered like a long Stupid. list of fraud and missing people. Yeah. Um, and all could easily connect to him. So they arrested him for fraud um, while they were looking for like actual physical piece of evidence to connect him to the disappearances and murders of these people. So although the acid had destroyed a great deal of evidence, not everything had been eliminated. They found, here's a list of things that they found, um, 28 pounds of human body fat, three facetated gallstones, part of a left foot not quite eroded, 18 fragments of human bone, upper and lower dentures intact, 
the handle of a red plastic bag in a lipstick container. So while forensic evidence was piling up, John still believed he was invincible. Because as far as he was concerned, okay. it was the case of corpus delicti. <laughs> delicti. Delict my clit. Delict my clit. Corpus delict my clit. <laughs> corpus delict my clit. That corpus delict my clit means pretty much like no body. You equals, can derelict my balls. You can derelict my balls. <laughs> or pretty, derelict your clit. Derelict my clit. Pretty much means no body equals no crime equals no punishment. Because he was like, okay, yeah, you have okay. body fat and lipstick containers, but you don't actually have the bodies. So um, once he realized that the police did gather a fuckload of evidence against, against him and his invincibility whole thing started uh, cracking, and he was like, oh, shit, maybe I'm, I'm not as invincible as I thought. He confessed to the murder of Olivia Duran Deacon, all three of the McSwans and the Hendersons, as well as three other people, a young man named Max, a girl from Eastbourne, and a woman um, from Hammersmith. The other three, like, can't be totally confirmed. It might be just him talking. Okay. But, um, you know, maybe he's fucking crazy. Um, he tried to claim insanity by pretending to think that he was a vampire, but the court was like, nah, you're just a fucking narcissistic um, sociopath, serial killer, bitch, horse, slut, cunt. Yeah. So on July 18th, 1949, 4,000 people crowded into the small town of Lewes, Whoa. hoping to get a seat in the court um, while Mr. Justice um, Humphreys presided. If your first name was Justice, you are, like, by birth, deter you are bound to be a motherfucking yes. judge. Anyways, uh, it took the jury only 15 minutes to come to the conclusion that John Howe High was guilty and sentenced to death. Whoa. So on August 6th, 1949, John High was hanged at Wandsworth Prison. Boom. Damn. Now that prison is haunted. Now he's a fucking bitch whore. Acid bath slut. So anyways, how's your sex life? It's good. Sex life's good. Yes. Had some fun. Had a fun threesome today. Fun. It was fun. Come all over your chest and shit. Yeah. Um. One person came all over my chest. Nice. While I was nose deep in their tank. Nice. While seven inch crotch top was fucking me. Yes. Yay. So fun. that was fun. Yeah. Come was everywhere. We had a. We went to a uh, Bear Lake lake party birthday party for seven half inch crawl top this past weekend mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that was really fun i got very drunk the whole weekend mm -hmm. drunk from the beginning mm -hmm. drunk all the way till the end mm -hmm. it was a good time i was less drunk the second night oh, i was yeah. more just like buzzed i was gone i went home yeah. um that's when i met kyle who is the kyle. greatest human being on this earth yes he will be in a podcast episode he's gonna officiate my goddamn wedding yeah i love kyle i would die for kyle at this point yes He's great. We're Team Kyle. So, hi, Kyle, because you're probably listening to this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has he listened to our podcast? He has. I think he said he's on episode, like, two or something. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong, though. I don't know. But hi, Kyle. Regardless. You're getting there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that was, it was a good, it was a fun weekend. It was super fun. Had a good time. And, it, like, that was super, it was super nice to be, like, ooh, this is very summery. And yeah. then we, like, even got in the water, and it really wasn't that bad. Yeah, it was fun. It was I a little cold. Boarded. Yeah. But it wasn't that bad. And then, like, the last day, especially, like, when we were leaving today, it was just, like, all stormy and dark Ooh. and, like, cool, cold. Like, and oh, I was like, ooh, fall. fall. I was like, I'm excited. So, yeah, it's very perfect, very perfect transition from summer to fall. It was a good time. And then this weekend, we're going to a vegan food festival. 
Mm-hmm, that was super mm-hmm, fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just we're just working mainly this whole week. We have so much to do. Mm-hmm. We'll see it chapter two. Yes. Um, what else did we do? What did we do this past week though? I think we just worked, worked. until the weekend. I literally, yeah. I worked 84 hours between Sunday and Friday. Yeah, I'm trying to think. So I just worked. Work, yeah. work, work, work. Oh, work. oh no! I saw Ready or Not. How or was it? Ready or Not. Oh, it's so good. It's so damn good. I'm so yeah. The yeah. trailers didn't wow me, so I maybe I'll have to give it a chance. Oh, Seven Ash, Seven Heavens cropped up, and I went and saw it. It was super good. Like I recommend, highly recommend it. If you like horror or enjoy like a mor- murder mystery, yeah, in any sense, like it's really good. Oh, fun! And it had like a good little supernatural flair to it, mm. but not too much. But it was super perfect. Oh, I'll have it's to a watch horror it. comedy too. Oh, nice. That's yeah, yeah, fun. yeah. It's like very comedic. Yeah, I was laughing a ton. Fun. Maybe a little bit more than I should have. <laughs> I'll have to watch it then. Yeah, it's very worth seeing, and it's worth seeing in theaters just because it's so fun. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'll go on Tuesday because like yeah. a discount movie. You don't day. have to see it in theaters, but it is worth it because it's really nice. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I highly recommend it. It was it was beautiful. Yes, Daddy. Yeah. Um. So we have it Chapter 2. Yes. And then we have... Vegan um, Food Fest. Vegan Food Fest. We're going to a wedding in two weeks. <laughs> uh-huh. I'll go to a dinner with Seven Heavens Crop Top. And then... Your, your playoffs... Your final game. Oh, our final game. So we actually, so today we had the final game before pre-playoffs. So the playoffs is actually just a, an ending tournament mm. just to figure out who actually really wins. Oh, fun. You which guys is annoying won. if we ever, if we lose any of those games because we are undefeated. We went oh, undefeated today fun. for like the, all eight games. Yeah, we went undefeated. Oh so God. yeah, we're badass bitches. Cute. I think I played seven of those eight games though. Fun. Or no, 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 oh my god, no. I played six of those eight games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun. But it's super cool. Yeah, so I'm super proud of our team. Um, And then we'll do playoffs, and then it's done. And then we're going to start volleyball. Hot. In like three weeks. I'm four excited. weeks. Is it oh, the no, same beginning team? of October. What? Is it the same team? No, 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 no. So it's teams of six and oh. four it, four play at a time. So it's four versus four sand. It's actually sand volleyball. Ooh, we're sexy. doing inside sand volleyball for Get fall. Drunk. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. That's okay. Um. So I think it's right now our team is seven has a crop, seven and a half inch crop top can't because of work times. So the team is Kyle and uh, so Kyle, who we just talked about. Yeah. Then there's me, who, you know. Yeah. And then we have um, Tyler. Tyler, who y'all know. Yeah. Um, And then there's so that's us three. And then there there's i think one other person from our team from the current kickball team is going to be in the same like you know league and then there's two other people that kyle knows that are going to play oh cool yeah i'm excited i'm excited for you yeah i'm excited it'll be really fun yes and then there's a lot of horror movies coming out this year actually that are coming up i'm excited for because fall is almost here yeah and then like we have i think we have horror movies oh and then they they're rebooting black christmas oh fun yeah so that'll come out i think in december I'm not I, sure. it's, it's the most wonderful time of the year it's time to get I, spooky i know it's time to get spooky and slutty yeah and slutty i'm super excited uh, i just yeah. love this time i can't we've said this like literally for the past four weeks already we will say it for the next 10 i have three halloween costumes <laughs> planned now so yes knows. i think i'm going midsummer that's so fun yeah i'm super excited i think to the to the halloween party kyle's talking about yeah i we're gonna go as 
Um, you know that slutty nun costume I've been wanting to buy for like three yes. years? I'm finally going to buy it. So I'm going to be a slutty nun, and then Jordan's going to be a priest. So yes. we're going to be like, oh, he's a priest that fucks a nun. Classic. Yes, I'm And then excited. we're going to be Buttercup and Wesley for cute costume stuff. But then the family costume is we're going to do the ketchup and mustard and dress up the cats as pickle. Or as oh, my God. <laughs> so it's so, super cute. So he was telling me about the party. And because it is like a normal bar, usually, mm-hmm. he says that they, they like try and stock up for the party. But even like so many people come that they run out of alcohol by like 1 a.m. Whoa. So we have to like get there pregame and then get there and then get drinks. Damn. And then like hold on to our butts. <laughs> I'm excited. Is it a it's a gay bar, or is it just? No, it's not a. It's, it's not a normally regular, a gay bar. Like, it's just a regular. Th- th- yeah, this is just like a regular Halloween. Basic ass bitch place. Yeah. No. 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 It's not a basic bitch place. It's just a. It's just a bar for. It's actually a bar for veterans. Oh. But then random. they have this party to support veterans. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh huh. I would gladly give my money to. Oh this yeah, bar. totally. As yeah. my slutty nun. So like the party isn't like a gay or queer halloween party it's just like an all-inclusive and there are gay people there of course cool well i'm excited yeah i'm excited it'll be fun if you want to invite us to your halloween parties let us know yeah because we'll show up if it's in utah we'll make an appearance that's true yeah so uh, we'll be like hey it's us and everyone's like who we're like okay they're like come out to vernal and i'm like that's true if it's within like an hour and a half to provo there we go yeah if it's one of the it's it's been like i don't know what 50 miles 60 miles yeah if it's within 60 miles yeah, then we'll show up. Six hundred. If it's in sixty nine miles, we'll show. Yeah, up. Yeah, there we go. If it's within sixty nine miles, we'll show up. Yeah, everything's pretty much good. It's been a good week. It's just been a busy week, just with work. Good sex though. Jordan fucked me so hard. Well, yes. it's it's actually kind of sweet and sad. Uh-huh. He tried to wake me up at like three o'clock in the morning to have sex. Cause you know uh-huh. sometimes you like wake up in the light and you're horny. Uh huh. So he did that, but I was so. Fucking, I would be like, "Fuck you, I'm." Sleeping. I was so dead tired from the lake. Like I like wanted to have sex, my but my body was like, "Bitch, <laughs> like yeah. go the fuck to sleep." I am, I am not one of those. Pe- uh, you like you cannot wake me up early <laughs> and be like, "I want to put my dick in your ass." You'd be like, like fuck "Do you understand how much like focus I, that takes? How much I value sleep?" Yeah, and how much I value sleep. Yeah, like my god, it was cute though because he like w- was so horny and I was like, "I'll suck your dick in the morning," and he was like, "Okay." But he loves me and respects the hell out of me. So he was yeah. like, oh, okay. He just like, like went, to, went to sleep all sad and horny. Oh, and then that's I, sad. Then we woke up and I was like, we're fucking. Oh, cute. <laughs> and it cute. Was that's so good. fun. You kept your promise. I kept my promise. The poor cats. Poor s'mores. is so traumatized. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? Toulouse <laughs> used to always just jump on our bed no matter what he did. Like I could have him locked in like a different room, but he'd still somehow end up on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> He's like smoking a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> So and I think like in S'mores is starting to do the same thing and I'm like ah You're like S'mores back off. <laughs> you know that like gif from that one porno where it's like they're like fucking really hard and you just see the cat like walk across the bread the bed like covering the the the, the uh, uh I'll have the to nudity. Show yeah, I'll just have to show it. I haven't that. seen this. No. Hold on, cat gif covering porn. Cat walking across bed during sex. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we are saying things we don't want to. Ah, lots of cat sex videos. What the fuck? So what, the, there are cat sex videos on Pornhub? The number one question is, is it weird when pets watch you have sex? Oh, yeah. True, true, true. And then, do you that. have sex while your pets are in the room? Does my cat know I'm having sex? What the fuck? 
Okay, I don't, I don't know if I'm, gonna, if I'm gonna be able to find this. It was on like Tumblr. It was like a really popular Tumblr. Your cat gift. knows you're having. But yeah, like saying. the cat would like walk across the bed and like look directly into the camera and like look at the humans <laughs> and like look back at the camera and then just like lay down. And I was like, oh my god, it's too loose. <laughs> like this is a good spot. Yeah, they're like, eh, whatever. I like them. So yes, yeah, so those are our lives. What are you guys up to? Yeah. And uh, so anyways. How's your sex life? <laughs> <laughs> Mary Chrysler. Mary Chrysler. <laughs> I was about to say that too. Mary Chrysler. Mary Chrysler.